Welcome to Business Dow with George Cow, where I share with you some reflections on how we can build and grow a thriving business from a place of true heart and joyful productivity. Enjoy this episode. Our live. Hey, everybody, Adele Wong here. And today I am so excited to be uh, interviewing my friend and colleague, George Cow. He's an amazing business coach. I have his incredible bio here right now, but I'm not going to read it. I'm Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> These things are so dry, right? So, you know, you can go to georgecow.com and read about his lovely accomplishments, but I'm here because George is an amazing humanoid and he is good at talking to other people about how to be human so that you can help other humans in your business, especially if you are in a a service type of industry. So um, George, I think you would, you specialize more like in coaches, consultants, healers. I mean, people who sell lawn care and gutter repair, although you could help them, they're probably not your main customer. <laughs> Definitely but, not. No, okay. I can't think of one. <laughs> so we're going to have a really good time for about 20 minutes today. And um, hang on, I'm still hoping that, is it, is it on? Yeah, we're, we're, we're live and recording. And... I don't see. Okay, well, we're, I'm not seeing you yet. Let me oh, yeah, it. so you could share it later. It's fine. Okay, I'll share later. Uh, there, you, no, not yet. Okay, well, anyway, so uh, I decided to hunt George down. He is really busy because I got very curious as to why so many people um, are struggling to let the world know their special sauce. And it occurred to me that if people knew what their special sauce was, they'd probably tell people. So this becomes a challenge that goes beyond your typical who do you serve? What problem do you solve? Like, wah, 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 like the, the, the whole coaching and marketing stuff, we've heard it a billion times. And everybody, if you're like me, you're just like, oh my God, I'm so sick of this. And I feel like the missing piece is, well, that's great. You want to serve people between this age and that age, making X amount of money living in Orange County, California. But why you? You know, what is it that makes you unique? And this is where people kind of scratch their heads a little bit. You know, is it your degree? Is it, you know, but I, I think George is on to uh, helping people articulate. It's beyond that. It's the essence of who you are. So settle in for this awesome conversation because I want to hear from George. First of all, why are so many people interested in being coaches right now? I have a theory, but since you're in the business of helping so many emerging coaches, you probably have a theory too. And then we'll deep dive because I think that's tied into the more the essence of sharing with the world what I do and I'm stammering over my words. So welcome to the show, George. Thank you. This is great. I love I love your intro. I love the way that you you you, you do this, and I think the way you frame the conversation is very interesting. Um, and, and this is going to be great. So, uh, <laughs> well, so why are there so many coaches? I mean, in short, because it's it's something that's enjoyable to do. I think number one, and people enjoy doing it. And then secondly, they see other people who are self employed doing it. And they said, "Wait a second, I can do it too." 
I think that's the second reason. But third reason is that there are a lot of coaching schools that do very good marketing and get people to sign up to get certified as a coach. And so it's it's kind. I think it's it's kind of like um, it's it's in the air, you know. And so as people as as you know, every coach gives permission or uh, the idea to somebody else that maybe I could do it too. Um, but but the and the other reason I, I think another reason I think that's that's true is that. Um, people, uh, you, you could say, you can call it cultural creatives. You can call it, you know, some kind of awakening. Um, I think people, uh, maybe more than ever in history are at a point, you could say it's partly because of economics, you know, I mean, uh, you know, never before in the world. I mean, I know a lot of people have suffered a lot through the pandemic and, and continue to, but it's like never in the world. Never in the history of the world have we been had so many basic needs met. You know what I mean? By the way, I'm hearing a. I'm hearing a. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sorry. There was an echo. Yeah, there is an echo. <laughs> yeah. It's like never in the world. I think that's. I think it's still happening. There you go. Oops. I'm still. Yeah, I'm still hearing the echo. Yeah, I'm gonna this. okay. I think it's just a problem of me sharing. Go keep going. Yeah, we'll no worries. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I, I feel like um, you know, those of us who are even working class today in 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 in, in this time in history have more amenities and conveniences than kings did, you know, several hundred years ago, right? Um, and so most of our basic basic needs are met. And so, well, Maslow's hierarchy, a little bit going in that direction. Therefore, we can reach higher. Um, we can reach higher towards self-actualization. That's number one. But also, at the same time, there's a societal trend, of course, especially with the pandemic, of more and more disconnection from in-person communities. And so, speaking of the Maslow's hierarchy, not everyone is climbing all the way to the top and transcending. There are some, and that's why there are some clients who are kind of going to, but then there are a lot of us who are just yearning for community and yearning for relate good relationships and um, coaches, you know, a lot of coaches can help clients with that kind of, anyway. So there's a lot of reasons why there are so many coaches now. And I'm glad because like I said, originally it's an enjoyable thing to do. And if people can make money doing it, that's what I call an authentic business right so yes and you know you 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 your your slogan or your title is the authentic business coach and uh, that brings up so much you know oh my gosh how are we going to fill all that in 20 minutes but well but I really want to deep dive into um how people are struggling to find this this word authentic like it's 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 rather cerebral and yeah. yet it is the only thing that really matters in my esteem in terms of uh, what, what people are yearning for. So I have a joke that I tell all my clients that the more authentic you try to be, the less you are. Yeah. You know, like right now people are like, trying, I'm authentic. I really am. Look at me. Look at me. I'm so vulnerable. I'm authentic. And I'm like, oh my goodness. It's, it's a word. It's just like slapping people over the head with a, a wet trout, you know? So why are people struggling so hard to know 
this special sauce. Everybody can recognize it when it's in the air, when it, when it's in the room. Yeah. What, why, yeah. Why do you think that is? Yeah, this is good. This is really good. So I love that you said when people try to be authentic, they get out of their authenticity. They get, they get out of their um, real power, you know, um, because they are now trying to, they're, they're catering themselves to uh, what will please, you know, what will make, what will quote unquote, make an impact, but what's, what's, what's going to please you right now. Uh, that's what, that's what I'll be for you. Okay. But then you've, I've lost my soul. But th- so here's the thing. Everyone was already born authentic. Okay. I think that's really important <laughs> to say you were born unique. Every person watching this was born unique. Not only were you born unique, I mean, just in front of people in the back and all my <laughs> clients, everybody pay attention. Because we know this, we know this here. Yeah. But we yeah. don't know it here. Right. Same exactly. Part. Well, because we grow up uh, with an educational system and with parenting that unfortunately strips out a lot of our, you know, authentic self. Um, but, but here's the thing, but as we become adults and as we become coaches or, or mentors or healers or facilitators, we can reparent ourselves to allow more of the play, um, more of the uniqueness to come back. Now, here's the thing, like back to this idea of, do you need to try to be unique and try to be authentic? No, I don't think you need to try to be authentic. I think what you need to, what you need to try to do is to explore the stories, the experiences, the interests that you already have, the connections, the um, challenges you've been through. Like nobody in the history of the world has had your unique blend of all of that. Um, your your cultural upbringing, your uh, you know the kind of challenges you had growing up, what kind of challenges you had last week, um, what kinds of deep conversations you've had that really have uplifted you, what kinds of books you've read. I mean, all of that combination, what kinds of peak experiences you've had, um, not necessarily at, you know, at a, you know, week long silent meditation retreat, but at the grocery store, (laughs) you had some insight, you know what I mean? Like, like, here's the thing, like, like what people need to do to find their authenticity is that they're, they need to be more willing to share their stories. Oh, I love that. People in the back, listen, because I, <laughs> I get asked this a lot. And, you know, I think we're all always going deeper. I mean, I think I have some clue, but, you know, the reason why I'm doing this interview series is I want to talk to more people around this phenomena of the market is flooded with, you know, be authentic, tell your story, you know, what makes you unique? And it just sort of sounds kind of flat after a while. So I want to know how you take people deeper. Like, so if someone came to you and said, well, I'm a weight loss coach or I'm a you know relationship coach and I feel pretty much like everybody else. I mean, how would you then help them excavate or discover yeah. what makes them unique? They know they are, They're, our DNAs are all unique, but. Yeah, yeah, I mean, so, so. Yes, of course, the DNA is unique. The upbringing is unique. The experiences you had in the past 12 months are unique to yourself um, and, and your, your, your training. Everything's unique. The thing is, people are hiring you know, marketing coaches, copywriters to, to 
write them a really nice or create a really nice looking website mm-hmm. that ends up looking or sounding like everybody else's because guess what? Because because the website designer and the copywriter has done that same work for five other coaches like you, okay? And that website designer or coach was trained by somebody who has done- You can trace the lineage. (laughs) Exactly. So so, you studied with so-and-so. Yeah, yeah. So here's the thing, like you will always be unique. You, You will always end up being unique when you tell the story of what happened to you you know, whether it's growing up or last week, or I was talking with somebody else. And the more you philosophize and, you know, try to give principles or the steps to whatever, the more generic it becomes. And so, I mean, that's, I think that's, that's the brilliance of social media is that it actually rewards and encourages stories. I mean, literally, <laughs> the feature, yeah, the, the latest feature on every platform is stories. Oh. But, but, but what, what I mean is that, so if someone were coming to me and says, well, how, how, how do I excavate that? Uh, I mean, I could, of course, give them a, a whole list of prompts to say, well, answer this question, answer this question, answer this question. Mm-hmm. But the biggest exercise that I give people, that I, that I do myself, is to create and publish as often as possible. You know, George, okay. I think that's just so brilliant. We were talking yeah. about this before we started. I saw that on your blog and I thought that is so actionable and enjoyable and and bite-sized because I think when people try to find their voice or whatever, it's so big and so vague, but you're you're right. I, for my experience, you know, because I try to publish or do something every day. For example, this video, this series is part of my desire to help me clarify my voice by talking to people who clarify other people's voices that the more of these interviews I'm doing, the more I'm discovering how I like to interview, the more I'm honing into the people I like to interview, the better questions. Um, And, you know, I sometimes screw up, but that's, that's part of the process that the more you create the more you produce, the more you content, the more blog, the video, whatever, you find your voice in that way. Yeah. And everyone can do that. Beautiful. Beautifully said. And everyone's voice is at least slightly different and usually quite different. Um, and more than voice, I'll, you know, and you said that earlier in, in our conversation too, it's, it's the presence that's different. Um, I like to sometimes say energy signature. I feel like yeah. when you're like, I, I I believe now this is this this what I'm going to say is almost like an article of faith, but but I've seen it to be true again and again and again. So it's kind of becoming more scientific now, which is that every person who's willing to share their story, like I said, when I say story, I don't mean your elevator speech and your perfectly copyrighted, you know, core message. No, I'm talking about what happened to you at, you know, when you, when you went for a walk yesterday, <laughs> you know, what, what, what insight did you have as you were arguing with your, you know, family member this morning? What? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like, yeah. like when, when, when you're willing to create and publish um, what's, what's true for you in your experience, um, the, the more you do that, like you said, the more you feel into, well, what feel, what feels really true when, in, in how I express and how I show up 
it might take some experimentation. Some people might experiment with humor. Some people might experiment with more gravitas. Some people might experiment with just more bubbliness. You can experiment with all that, but you'll find a way that feels really good to you. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then you show up with that way again and again and again and again. And guess what happens? You build, essentially, you build confidence. Here's the thing. Here's the thing that everybody needs. Basically, everybody watching this needs more confidence. Okay. But not just any kind of confidence, not the fake it till you make it type of confidence, not right. the confidence that we, where you're like, you know, power poses. All right, I'm ready. I mean, yeah, if that can help, that can help you to show up. But the key is that by showing up again and again and again and finding that you didn't die <laughs> by making the video, right? Yeah. You didn't, you know, I sometimes tell my clients, just post and then get therapy afterwards. <laughs> just post, just I publish and get therapy, okay? Because, because posting and publishing is not easy for anybody to do. Um, it's not, especially for those of us who are more heart-centered and more sensitive, it Introvert, oh my god, it's not come natural. I'm once I share this to Facebook, I'm sure I'll be cringing. Like, I yeah. often yeah. do not watch my own videos. No, 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 I am the watch, right? And for um, years, I didn't watch my own videos. No, it's like, no oh way. my god, it's just it's so embarrassing. Yeah, but um, a lot of times yeah. I don't even create them for anyone else, I'm creating right. them as the experience, like, even us sharing this. Since it's enjoyable and I'm coming alive with this, I have no doubt that the presence of this energetic signature is is touching somebody out there. Exactly. Yeah. Because you have not said, all right, you got to have an avatar. All right. So who do you want to help and what problem? Like people are sick of that and they're looking for something that's more actionable and more. um, I, I don't know what the word is, but yeah. Yeah, yeah so it's, it's yeah. really good. I, I mean, I think there is some benefit to having a caring person in your mind, sure. a caring and eager client in your mind that you're talking to. But it's not so much that you're like, okay, make sure I'm talking to them who, you know, 35 to 50. And no, 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 it's not, it's not, it's not so much the demographics and maybe not even the psychographics. It's more like, when I think of Adele, I feel a certain connection to her. And so when I make this video, I'm speaking to her, her energy. I'm not speaking to the fact that she's a certain age or that she, I must make sure I mention this bullet point or whatever. It might come out naturally if I connect with her energy, but yeah, it's, it's, it's like, and, and the thing is like the whole ideal client avatar, again, like I said, there's some benefit to it, but it's like the more I, I grow in my business and the more I enjoy my clients, the more I realize how different they are. <laughs> like yeah. Every single one of them is so well, different. And you know, I've had all that marketing stuff pounded into my brain for so long, but what I'm noticing, and maybe you are, over time, it's not the age, it's not even a psychographic, it's an energetic chemistry because like, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm attracting a slew of much younger clients these days. Right. That's uh, a surprise sometimes. I, you know, but and, and the, you know, the last client was, you know, almost 70 years old. So someone would say, well, Adele, you know, you need to narrow your, I'm like, I'm having fun. They are hiring me. I'm getting good results. Can we That's just right. be happy with that? <laughs> and then, you know, and then the, but the challenge is always translating these energetic signature into words. Yeah. And so that's why I'm not sure for me, hiring a copywriter would be useful because right. 
you got someone else trying to translate me. The best translator would be me. But how have you helped people articulate the, whatever this energetic note, this signature they have? Like, for example, when I, folks, when I am in the presence of George, I sense a certain calmness that's very reassuring. And it's not this kind of thing. It's a, it's a presence. But, you know, George is not bouncing off the walls. He's very deliberate in what he says. And that's very, for me, because my nerves get a little weird, that's very calming. That lets me admit, I don't know what the hell I'm doing sometimes. Versus somebody who's like, well, you know, have we, you know, that kind of, like, I'm the yeah. coach. And let me, you need to yeah. do that kind of thing. I don't feel that from you. So you probably yeah. attract people who are, feeling a little bit sensitive about such things. Totally. Yeah. I, it's interesting. I, I have friends and clients who are copywriters and bless their work because they, they do a lot of good work. I, myself, just like you, I have never been able to work well with a copywriter because it just has never worked. Like it just never was my voice. I'm like, no, no, I have to use my own voice. I'm sorry. <laughs> Even if it might not convert as many sales, um, I can't, keep doing that. Otherwise you might as well just be my writer the whole time. I mean, you might as well make write everything for me, but no, no, I want to, there's something special. Well, that's why there's people end up following you. Um, and so, yeah. so, so here's the thing. Um, when it comes to the actual words that we end up using again and again and again, I'm actually, I'm, I'm quite evidence-based about this. What I mean is that I think it needs to originally it comes from experimentation and exploration, right? But eventually it gets narrowed down based on data, okay? Wow. What I mean is as we create and publish mm -hmm. content, content just means article, you know, when we write stuff on social media or when we record videos or record podcasts, as we publish things, we'll notice which ones people just opt are out, really, opt out or opt in, opt in. Yeah. People, some, some of them, people just share, people are like, Oh my God, that made such a difference for me. Or wow. I really resonate yeah. with that story you shared. Or my gosh, that phrase right on, you know? Love so it's like the first stage, right. Is we have to not have to, we have the opportunity and we have to practice to show up explore authentically as often as our schedule allows, as often as, as just our, our, you know, our life allows show up authentically, share, use, try different things. And then as we keep doing that, we will find that we love talking about certain things and, and we will talk more about that. And then, and then, then, then step two is that we will look at the data, which is, you know, social media is great. And that gives us so much analytics and go, wow, isn't it interesting that whenever I talk about this topic. Yes. It takes it, off. And, it always and, surprises me. I yeah. was shocked on TikTok. A couple of my videos looked like in the millions. Wow. I'm like, what? And it, it actually scared me a little bit. Yeah. You know, so be careful of what you wish for. When it happens, you might freak out a little bit. And it wasn't anything related to, well, it kind of was. But um, what I'm noticing now is that the public is more fine-tuned than ever. They can smell a bot. They can smell your VA doing your social media. It's not George's authentic voice. You can tell. And I, I just, I know people are trying to save time, right? I'm just outsource all this. I don't think you can outsource your voice. 
let me ask you this. Can you outsource um, your own learning about yourself? Oh, gosh. <laughs> That's what a lot of people are trying to do. Right. Skip and, 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 the, and the second yeah. question is, can you outsource your exercise? Now, this is a funny question because I just said two things, learning about yourself and exercise. That's how I think about creating content. Love- creating content is my opportunity to further explore myself, number one. Mm-hmm. And number two, it's to further exercise my creativity because if I don't exercise my creativity you know, on a consistent basis... I know very well because it happens all the time that these lulls, it kind of, it atrophies just like any muscle in your body when you don't exercise. Oh, I'm, oh, I'm just not feeling it. No, it's a, yeah. it's a discipline. Well, like, it's just, I, well, just like exercise. Oh, I'm not feeling it. But if I respect the, the method of exercise or the, whatever exercise you do, whether it's yoga or whatever else, it's like, if I, if I respect it and I know that I feel good after I do it, yeah. <laughs> right. yeah and, and this is what a professional does it's fine to, if you're a hobbyist you know what i tell all my clients who are thinking of moving like i attract a lot of burnt out uh professionals in the corporate yes. world who yes. are thinking of going into entrepreneurship i'm like wait yes. before you spend thirty thousand dollars on a business coach let's have a conversation because yeah. that arc yeah. you know there's a lot of gestation and incubation and mindset shift and identity work that has to happen in that arc then sign up with whoever right. and you know it's it's just it's shocking to me that sometimes people i don't know because if you don't do the work you're just going to import all the stuff that made you miserable in corporate and you're going to bring it into your into your business sure. yeah and, and then you'll be miserable here the opportunity of being self-employed is brilliant because you get to recreate how you work uh, you re- you recreate the rules of how you show up, what's allowed to do, uh, you know, when you work. I mean, everything. And at the same time, it's also the hardest thing because now you have to be the one to set the boundaries. Exactly. <laughs> and it's totally yeah. fine if you want to be a hobbyist. You know, maybe you're not wanting to be a full time weight loss coach. Maybe it's something you enjoy. Right. And, you know, if you don't feel it one day to another, and you're doing some other corporate thing, fine. But it's, don't kid yourself. If you want to be professional, you, George, I think what you just said with exercise is a wonderful analogy. Yeah. yeah. To make yourself write something or post right. something. And, and here's another analogy, relationship, um, friendship. You know, it's like in a relationship, it's like if you don't treat it with, with ongoing attention, it withers. Just just like just like anything we care about, anything and and the reason matters. why I bring bring forth relationships is because that's really what's happening. Number one, with our own exploration. Number and number two, with our audience. It's like if the 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 creating and publishing serves both relationship, the relationship with ourselves and relationship with the audience. And if we continue to serve that, it grows and grows and grows into this beautiful um, reciprocity that brings you know clients eventually, right? Um, you found that as you are on your path, that you are starting to share more and more of yourself in your blog. Like I, I read the most recent that you've got blogging and I was impressed that you weren't publishing. All right. This is what your lead magnet should be or, oh, your email campaign, oh, all that stuff. You, you were talking about human, like being human, yeah. better sleep, better, you know, the, your eight, whatever it was. Yeah. And I thought this was 
On service has nothing to do with building a business, but you and I both know it has everything to yeah. do with being a happy humanoid that can have a business. Well, I, I think part of it also is that I have a clear distinction in my mind between free content and paid content. And I think it's an important thing okay. that, and, and those who are interested, you can go to my website or Google free versus paid content, George Cow, and you can read the blog post about it. But I think free content is our opportunity to explore the stories of our lives that are meaningful to us and that gives context to why we are passionate about doing what we're doing. So it's sort of the why, why? the what, okay? And then the paid content, you know, if you, if you end up creating, uh, writing books or, or creating online courses, that can be more the step-by-step, more dry or more like step-by-step uh, -how. Uh, step <laughs> how, and let me, let me handhold you through this particular thing. But, but, the, but the articles that we write for free, the blog posts, the social media posts, that's our opportunity to have fun essentially, right? Like to explore ourselves and to like share something that is meaningful and as vulnerable as we're willing to, because here's the thing. Some people go, yeah, I, I don't like social media because when I share stuff, I don't get reciprocity. Well, there's, there's two reasons why. One is that how vulnerable were you willing to be because the more vulnerable you're willing to be, not that you, you got to, you know, say, oh, all this bad stuff happened to me. No, no. It's more like I'm willing to kind of open my heart to you a little bit more, the more vulnerable, the more, the more meaningful the engagement you're going to get back. But number two is that, of course, people have to learn how to distribute that content to, to make, you know, maybe using Facebook ads or Instagram ads to make sure more of the right people see it. That's, a, that's also a part of it, but, but yeah, so. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But the why is really where the juice is. The, the rest yeah. is figure outable, you know, yeah. but yeah. if you, what most people do is they just want to take a flying leap over the heavy lifting of me and just yeah. start building something that can sell. Right. And then, right. you know, looks like yeah. everybody else's. And if you really connect meaningfully with your audience surrounding the context, the why, your mm -hmm. philosophies, the, you know, why, how did you come up with that? You know, why is, are you so passionate? Like if the, if the audience really connects with the why, they're much more willing to work with you on the how. Like yeah. they could... The how might be more commoditized. Oh, there's a hundred thousand courses about the five steps to whatever or the 12 steps to whatever. But I want to do it with you because I really connect with your energy and your story. Yeah. I love this. Oh my gosh, George, we could talk up for hours around this. <laughs> yeah. This is a topic that's very close to my heart because I'm, you know, on the, the next level of my own excavation. And um, you know, I struggled with um social anxiety I struggled with you know not being liked by people and then doing this when you've got that going on I mean I'm much better than I used to be but I finally decided to let people know you know that this has bothered me my whole life and wow. I have some wow. few tools that can help but I still sit with it every day and guess what I bet a lot of the people in your audience scared are, of criticism. Oh, are grateful God. that you shared for yeah. two reasons one, some of them say, you put words or you, you're willing to tell a story. And I realized that, my gosh, I, I deal with that too, right? Or number two, it's like, okay, maybe if I don't deal with the exact same thing, you're giving me the courage to talk about what I do deal with. Yeah. You know? Maybe so. there are people out there that don't worry about being criticized, but they worry about something else that's, yeah. that's up for them. So, George, I want to be respectful of our time. I know we're at our limit, but... Thank you so much. I think my audience will love folks. If you want 
more information, go to georgecow.com. He's got an, a wonderful blog. Um, I read it. I, I find it very thoughtful. Uh, George, I love your um, walking man videos. I don't know where it is you walk, but you know, you're talking to the camera while you're sharing a tidbit with the world. Um, how do you do that? Do you have like, do you just have a yeah, cameraman I, there? Or yeah. And, and by the way, I've, I've stopped doing it as a, you do? okay. but, but literally, you know, it's like, literally I, I go like this. I used to have a selfie stick, but then I lost it. Okay. So most of my walking videos were just using my oh, arm. Okay. So maybe you have a selfie stick. Yeah. Speaking of exercise, it's like at the beginning it was wobbly, but then after a few weeks you become strong and you're able to hear, hold it much more steady. So, so great analogy. Yeah. A great analogy for life. Yeah, so yeah. go to georgecarl.com. I'm Adele Wong. I'm here in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, if you have questions, would love to, is it all right if, if people have questions to forward them to you? Oh, you yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and Adele, since uh, my audience is also seeing this, maybe you could tell us what the kind of work you love doing with your clients. Yeah, yeah. I'm a mentor, spiritual teacher. I work typically work with burnt out professionals. Um, everything looks great on the outside, feels crappy on the inside, and they're usually looking for more purpose. So it's all of this nameless, energetic signature stuff. Like, who is this person that, and because they only know what they're called. Like, I am a teacher. I am a, an accountant, you know, and, but the, the essence of who they are has never bloomed. And usually they're heading on a path towards more meaning, oftentimes looking for a business coach. So I thought I'm kind of like the incubator to hand people off to folks like you who can actually help them make money. Yeah. So uh, because I wouldn't you agree there is an incubation. Oh, yeah. Oh, sure. Absolutely. It's profound. Yeah, it is. It is. And well, it's time. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for, for the work that you do. And, and thank you for this interview. I so enjoyed it. And oh, it, the way you framed it was really, uh, I think, meaningful. And I, I hope it's helpful for those who oh, are watching. I think my people will love it. And um, yeah, if anyone has questions, send them to me. Um, and George, I'm looking forward to talking to you again. Thank you for your time. I know we went over a little bit. Yeah. No and um, yeah, rock and roll. Life in Cali must be great. So far, so good. I'm grateful to be where I'm at. Yeah. Awesome. Well, Thanks. good night. Thank you so much. See you again soon. Take care. Bye-bye. Well, I hope you enjoyed that. There's also a video version of this episode, and it's where you can add your comment or question about what I just shared with you. Check out the show notes and click on the link to get to the video. I will see you there.